Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Rex Sherman is a demon that walks among us, a predator that ruined families. The Lisk Long Island Serial Killer podcast was shocked when the news broke of Rex Hewerman's arrest. After more than a decade of searching, law enforcement officials had finally pieced together enough evidence to bring formal charges against Rex Hewerman. Initially charged with three murders, Hewerman is now officially charged with all four deaths in the Gilgo 4 case. I'm your host, Chris Moss, and the List podcast will be releasing new episodes with interviews and fresh insight on the case as Rex Hewerman awaits trial in Long Island. While we are relieved by the arrest, the List podcast team will be working hard to share new developments and perspectives as we get them. So please keep your eyes and ears out for new episodes, and if you haven't already, please listen to seasons one and two of Lisk Long Island Serial Killer, wherever you listen to podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles well, away. Arrived, in the they found the telephone and electricity line here, described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Cup of murder. When you enter a hospital, you go with the intention of walking out better than when you walked in. On August 29, 1962, a man was born who would go on to become a well-regarded and respected nurse at the Good Samaritan Hospital in Long Island. A man who, as people would soon realize, left his patients far worse than they were when they arrived. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Richard Angelo was born on August 29, 1962, to two well-liked parents. He was a good student and, after graduating high school, went on to nursing school where he was considered a well-regarded honor student. After nursing school was over, Richard began looking for a hospital to begin his career at. He was considered a wonderful hire. On paper, he had everything they wanted. Good grades, all of his licensure, and a history of helping those in need, like being a former Eagle Scout and a volunteer fireman. And once he got the job, he proved himself to be a valuable member of the team who was perfect for the graveyard shift in an intensive care unit. Those at Good Samaritan Hospital in Long Island noticed he was well-trained, calm, and quick on his feet. Everything they wanted in an employee and everything a patient wanted in a nurse. However, under the perfect surface lied a man who was desperate to become a hero, and one who flew completely under the radar until October of 1987 when a 73-year-old patient named Gerolamo Cusick paged a nurse with suspicions that he was being poisoned. 
He claimed that a heavy-set nurse with a dark beard and glasses came into his room that night and injected a drug into his IV. A short while later, Girolamo started to feel ill and called for help. When they checked his urine, they found Pavilon, a drug that he had not been prescribed. The only nurse to match this description was Richard Angelo. He was arrested and not only admitted to poisoning Girolamo, but many, many others. Richard Angelo felt he deserved to be treated as a hero, and in order to prove it, he liked to bring his patients to a near-death state using powerful paralyzing agents to send them into cardiac arrest. He would then rush in, save them in their final seconds in a room full of colleagues. But he couldn't save everyone. And his shift, the 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. shift, was perfect for his plan. There were no visitors, and the patients were usually fast asleep when he entered their room. During his seven months of employment, there were 37 code blues called during his shift. In connection to his confession, as many as 30 recently deceased patients were exhumed and examined for traces of the drugs he used. After all was said and done, they concluded that Richard poisoned at least 35 patients over just seven months, 10 of which died as the result. While awaiting trial, Richard Angelo spent over a year in jail, declining to pay his $50,000 bail, fearing for his life. When the trial finally began, Richard's lawyers attempted to prove that he was suffering from a disassociative identity disorder and was incapable of realizing the risk he was putting his patients in. Despite their best efforts, Richard was found guilty on two counts of murder, one of manslaughter, and one of criminally negligent homicide. He was also convicted of assault in connection to the deaths of four other patients and was, of course, suspected in killing many others. On January 25, 1990, he was sentenced to 50 years in prison. He entered prison at the age of 27 and remains there to this day. In the end, his desire to be a hero far outweighed his oath to care for those in need. If it weren't for Gerolamo's call to nurses, who knows how many would have died at the hands of this hero. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on August 30th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.